Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Ask a CFO with San Francisco-based James Van Roosel, who is the owner and founder of Van Roosel Ventures. Before we start, a little about Van Roosel Ventures. Van Roosel Ventures works with US-based for-profit and non-profit organizations with a focus on the impact in technology, healthcare, and space. Van Roosel Ventures focus on creating a strong financial platform at the CFO level and having the correct accounting financials, forecast, liquidity management, annual budgets, audit support, treasury management, capital raising support, and team hiring. Van Roosel Ventures helps you build an internal finance and accounting team that can take over when it's time to transition everything back to you and the business. Okay, James, so in previous uh, episodes, we've talked about um, how to prepare for an audit, but what actually is the process of an audit? Okay, so so I, I will give the answer from my perspective, not from the auditor's perspective. That'll go through, you know, what they what they do exactly. But um, once the audit starts, from from the company's perspective, um, you will, and and there's a little bit of prep to this. So if you if you, let's say you're on a calendar year, so ending December thirty one, um, the whole process really starts with signing the engagement letter. So let's say it's the same auditor as last year. You sign the engagement letter again in, in November. Um, what I typically do is, is, is when I do the, the RFP, the request for proposal, um, I have them provide three years of pricing. Um, and, and there's some wiggle room depending on how fast the company grows. But that way there is, there is an anchor price that you can go back to and say, okay, this is what we agreed upon. You know, you can't raise it too much. Etc. <clears throat> so, so that's the first thing, you know, and, and you want to have a good relationship with your auditor uh, because there's a lot of back and forth during the process. Um, so then it goes quiet for Q1 um, if you're not a public company. If you're a public company, your audit's going to be in Q1. Uh, if you're a private company, it really, it'll probably start around April 1st or April 15th. A lot of times when you work with international companies, the audits for the international entities get done in Q1. So they'll start sometime in February. They have to be done by March 31. You want to start your US audit or local country or headquarter audit April 1. And then you want to have a deadline for completion June 30. Um, everybody's fine with June 30. If it goes beyond there, you're going to get a lot of donors or investors asking for the audited reports and you're not going to have them, which doesn't look good. So the field work starts, let's say April one, um, you, you will have put together what's called a PBC list, which is a list of, um, requests that you, the management that the auditor sends you, it's a long document. It's, it's kind of like a due diligence document, but it asks for all kinds of detailed stuff. And I'm sure if you Google it, there's, there's, there'll be a template somewhere online. Um, and so, so basically you, you, you send everything you have, uh, in, into a private portal that the auditor has. Um, and then they start their field work and they start, they start testing. And so they, they will start testing your payroll and they'll say, great, show me, you know, May's payroll last year. Um, and show, show me, Show me how it was approved. And so you, so they'll look at your finance manual and they say, this is what you said you would do. Did you do this? You know, did, did the accountant put it together? 
Did it get checked by HR for errors? Did it go to your CFO for signature? Show me the signature. Show me the date. Okay, you're good. And so they go, you know, everything is tested step by step. Um, and, 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 then, and then the field work will probably, depending on the size of the company, field work might take two weeks. Um, they, they will start working on their reports. They'll come back with questions. They'll come back with further testing if needed. Um, and, and then they'll, they'll go to their partners at the firm and say, is this enough? And then probably sometime in the middle of May, they'll say, okay, great, let's have a meeting with management. And so they'll, they'll, they'll send us the, the draft audit report with the financials and the footnotes, and they'll send a management letter, although maybe separate, maybe together. And so the management letter tells us these are the findings. And so the findings will be divided by material weaknesses, significant deficiencies, or observations and then maybe there'll be recommendations as well and that's in a separate letter what the goal is to have a management letter that is empty so you don't want to have any observations if you have a material weakness that can be a big problem if you're a public company with a material weakness you have a significant problem um so so then you have that management letter you have the management meeting if all goes well um management signs off on everything and then it and and then you will have a audit committee exit meeting as well and then it gets presented to the audit committee they might push you know if they if there's stuff in the management letter they might push back there's a little bit of back and forth between there because maybe the auditors misunderstood something or they highlighted something and you say oh wait a second i have that documentation somehow you didn't ask for it or we didn't present it or it got lost in the mix. And so you start reducing what was in the letter. But, but basically the audit will be done by the end of June. Um, and you will have, you, you will have all the documents from the auditors and, and that package will constitute a crucial part of raising money from donors, raising money from investors, going to the bank and getting a credit line. Um, it is a, at some point, a minimum requirement. Okay, that's great stuff, James. Thanks very much. And obviously I'm sure there's people will have plenty of questions and I know you're available to answer them. So tell them where they can get in touch. Yeah, uh, my email is james at vanrusselventures.com. Uh, you can go to the website, get in touch with us or leave a comment on one of our posts in social media and uh, me or my team will see it and uh, we will get back to you.